Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good game, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Take a load off, man. We are rocking out here today at AfterBuzz TV. Swaying. 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 <laughs> Feeling the weight from the band. For Supernatural Season 10, Episode 8, Hibbing 911. My name is Lindsay Wagner. I'm hosting today, guys, because unfortunately Tom Connolly is not feeling so well. It's been a little rainy here in Los Angeles, so we're sad you're not here, Tom, but we say hello, ladies. And I'm joined today by some amazing co-hosts and a special guest. To my left, Miss Katie Campbell. How you doing, Katie? Good. I'm doing very good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. <laughs> and then all the way at the end, I have Miss Michaela Phillips. Yes, Michaela, hello. Hi, you guys. I'm very excited for tonight's episode. And we have a wonderful special guest tonight, Britt Sheridan. How Hi. are you doing, Britt? I'm wonderful. Thanks so, for having me. We're glad to have you here with us and talking about the episode tonight and yeah. hearing what's going on with you. and. Hoping for a return of Kate, <laughs> potentially. We'll find out. Uh, so we're going to jump right into the episode mm-hmm. today. We got the return of two of, I think Jared posted on Twitter, two of his favorite characters. Uh, we have the return of Jody Mills and Donna. Mm-hmm. Donna From Heskim, the spa. From the spa. <laughs> so we get two sheriffs. They're coming back for the sheriff's retreat. And our opening scene, we see somebody being killed and ripped apart mm-hmm. as in true supernatural fashion. <laughs> and so they're here at the sheriff's retreat. And Jody being typical... Jody just likes to chill. She's got Donna, who's like the cheerleader, happy girl. And there, you know that they're going to end up being in almost all the scenes together, and they're going to drive each other mm-hmm. nuts. And we end up seeing a really nice relationship form between the two of them. Yeah. Ladies, what do we think about Miss Donna when we see her? Were you excited to see her back after seeing her in the spa episode I, I last season? De- yeah, I definitely was. And they showed us like the quick kind of recap to show us Donna from the spa episode. And it was, I think it was nice when they bring in characters that we haven't seen for quite a while. And I think it actually tied in really well with tonight's episode, bring Donna back into it. And we also got to see a few other characters in Donna's life, like her ex-husband. Mm. So it was very interesting. Yeah, I like. I really like her character. I think she's funny. Her little accent, and she's quirky, <laughs> and she doesn't say any bad words, and she uses other words. Instead. Shut the front door. Yeah. <laughs> I say that. I love it. I know. I love it. I love to see her character back. I, I, you know, at first, it's almost you almost get a little bit annoyed 
with her. I mean, I'm from the Midwest, so when I hear that accent, to me, it's like nails on a chalkboard because <laughs> it's so harsh. And I know when I go back home to Wisconsin, I pick up my accent like that. And I'm mm-hmm. back in my, oh, no, don't you know, dear Bobble? And <laughs> it's totally, so cute. It falls back in, but it's so, it. it's so normal. But so it just, so to me, when I hear it, though, I'm like, eee. <laughs> but I really like how she came back and we saw a strong side of her. Mm-hmm. We saw Jody kind of put her and her ex-husband in her place and be her being upset at first, but then we see her come back and kick some major butt. Oh, yeah. yeah. So my whole, like, a little bit of annoyance was totally, like, turned <laughs> by her kicking butt at the end, which we're going to talk more about. But let's get into then Sam and Dean. They're researching. They're trying to find out more about mm-hmm. the Mark of Cain. They get a call from Jody talking about this sheriff's retreat in Hibbing, Minnesota. And that this body has been found, and she says, don't worry. We don't need your help. We got it. What are the boys going to do? They're going to go. Of course they're going to yep. go. Get in the Impala and drive on down. They're going to go, and I love the first initial connection between them and Jody and Donna, and them being like, oh my God, she ruined the last case for us. We don't want to work with her. What are we going to do? So did you guys think that they were going to actually have her help if they were going to completely push her away or what? I thought she was going to help somehow. I mean, they obviously pushed her away at first, but I love how she came up saying, Agent Freely, Agent Chris, I was just about to mention you? that. Yeah. So cute. I, know, I mean, but you knew that she was going to be involved somehow. Mm-hmm. And like you were just saying, her character went from her ex-husband was kind of talking her down and she was taking it to mm-hmm. all of a sudden she's chopping heads off. At the end. So you watched her character grow, and I love the friendship between the two of them, what they did for each other. And she kind of made Jody a little bit more, um, I don't even know what the word is. It's softer? Yeah, softer. And, and, you know, she's so negative all the time, and she's got this attitude, I don't want to be here, blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. she was different at the end. She actually provided a lot of help. I mean, she was able to get Jody into the morgue so that Jody could call with information. Right. So, I mean, at the end of the day, she was a valuable asset for the guys, especially at the end. Um, we can talk more about that later. <laughs> but uh, she was a very, very valuable asset. And it's it was nice to see these two women kind of come together because mm-hmm. we saw Jody. The, la- the last time we saw Jody was with Alex, correct? And the vampire yeah. last season, mm-hmm. um, who she kind of took in as her daughter. So we yeah. see a little bit more of Jody's home life as well when her husband, when Doug, uh, Donna's ex-husband, kind of comes up and Jody puts him in his place and calls him a douche. <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> but then we see Donna really get upset about this for her kind of putting her in her place, putting him in his place and... I think we've all kind of been in a situation like that where you wish you had a friend that would say something. Yeah, right. I don't know if I'd be upset if... I know, she kind of snapped a journey for it. He totally deserved that. He definitely did. Ladies, he deserved that, I think we're all in agreement on that, I think. Yeah. I think dancing with another girl right in front of her. And he just doesn't... He doesn't care. He's telling her he's calling her fat, basically. Mm. He deserved that little talk. He did. He did. And so we also see that Jody's having a little bit of an issue with Alex, her daughter at home, her daughter at home. And she's, she's not necessarily causing trouble, but she's also not really helping the situation. I'm, I think, I'm thinking we're going to definitely see a return of her later this season. I think that would be really cool to see that continue into the season. I think, yeah, it'd be great also to see Jody continue a few more episodes this season as well. 
uh, what do you think, Britt? Yeah, no, I I, I loved. Uh, I thought her character was very endearing, and I I, I really enjoyed her performances and stuff. I, Actually, I think, yeah. No, continue. No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just like had like a really cool idea, and I was like, seeing as like we know we're really full aware of your characters, Kate. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really cool if her part, Jody, in the season had something to do with maybe Kate coming back into it. Ooh, I don't know. That's because we're talking about mm-hmm. Alex, how she took them under the wing, how like she worked with Donna and like brought out like more of a kind of kick-ass side of Donna. I think it would be cool to see Kate and Donna. Kind of uh, Donna, Kate and Jody. Um, <laughs> I was like, no, Kate and Donna. Oh, but Kate yeah. And, yeah, Kate and Jody. I think would be a cool kind of duo, female duo. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I feel like it would be like <laughs> I feel like it would be like Melissa McCarthy and Sandra Bullock in the Heat. I feel like that's ah. like what the on screen kind of would be like. I like that. That's yeah. Cool. That's totally. <laughs> I, and I feel like you since you had to leave your family, she would be. I think at the end of the day, she's still a great mother figure, mm-hmm. even if she's got that little bit of a hard edge to her. <laughs> right. That's that's the way she's supposed to be, and that juxtaposition between them, her and Donna makes it mm-hmm. so much more understandable. Right. But we also meet some other characters, some other sheriffs, mm-hmm. the, the men of the the group, and we meet Sheriff Cuse and Sheriff Graham. And did either did anyone think right from the beginning that Cuse was going to be a vampire, mm-hmm. or that he was a part of it? I, there was a little, it sparked in my mind, you know, a little bit, but um, I think it, I I didn't, I, I thought he was the guy who was going to be, you know, leading it all, leading the whole thing. So I was a little surprised to see when things turned That's around. true. It was a little bit of a twist because it kind of did when we saw that scene of him with mm-hmm. the full vampire fangs out. And Donna sees him. I yeah, I agree. I was like, oh, it's him. But then turn around, turn around. We kind of saw it was the female character, which I think her name was Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, was behind it, which we saw literally in the first few seconds of the episode. You know, I did not suspect him at all. I just kind of thought when we learned that he was hiding things, he wasn't letting people on the computer. I was thinking, oh, maybe he's trying to cover it up because he knows the person that's doing mm-hmm. it. But I thought it was going to be an mm-hmm. outsider. That's really awesome that you picked that up because I did not. As soon as I heard Dean ta- or Dean or Sam talking to Graham and him saying that he had mm-hmm. changed the passwords, I was like, oh, he totally did it. So yeah. Supernatural <laughs> did good fooling me. It, there fooled were, me. Yeah, yeah, there me. were a few points where it was like, it was kind of like jumping. Like you were jumping conclusion to conclusion or like who you thought it was. Because when they first walked in, Sam and Dean, they, started, they walked over to all the sheriffs and they're like, who's the sheriff of... Um, there and Sheriff Q's put his hand up. The deputy had like a face. He made like a face, and I was like, "Oh, it's him!" But that was because he had known that the sheriff had changed the password. So for that minute, I thought it was the deputy who was behind it all. And turn around, turn around. <laughs> well, I love how they always tend to tease us mm-hmm. right from the beginning with who it really is. They teased us with your character. They, they did. <laughs> they so they. I mean, that's a that's a good way to pull us in. And I wouldn't have su- suspected that homeless girl. But then, of course, then you think about it, and you're like, well, of course, of that, course, that would be yeah. who it would be. And that she's leading this group of vampires, and that this sheriff Hughes was actually working with them for all these years. Mm-hmm. And instead of eating, ripping people apart, now he wanted to protect people. Well, he changed all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was the starter of this entire thing. He was the starter of what they call the nest, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Hmm. 
Very interesting. Nice little twist they put on remember, that. Yeah, I remember we were watching, and I was sitting next to you, Britt, and we saw that it was the teenage kind of girl. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh. And you, we like turned to each other, and we were like, well, that was in the first few seconds. <laughs> and I think we even said that like Supernatural very rarely brings in like a character or even like like you think there might be like an extra in that kind of scene that isn't like a monumental part of the kind of the plot storyline and in this scene I think we definitely saw that well I didn't even expect her for that because I thought maybe her um, everybody serves a purpose but I thought mm-hmm. maybe her purpose was um, Jody giving money to this yeah, girl exactly. and, and her being yeah. a mother figure seeing this girl that's young out on the street and I mm-hmm. thought that's what her purpose was mm-hmm. and I think they are throwing us off yet again it was totally an herbicide totally yeah. yeah, I would never. I would. I like. I just thought that it was exactly. It was a motherly mention coming back to her taking care of Alex. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have thought that she came back. But I, as I said to you, ladies, I loved as soon as she started doing her monologue oh, and that scene. Wonderful! It was brilliant and it was evil so and sexy and confident and everything you love in a good villain character mm-hmm. it because good. it made you love to hate her. She yeah. just, she she had it going on. She was fantastic. I. I should have looked up who the actress was. We looked up her name. Yeah, I think it was Morgan. I can't Morgan. remember it off the top of my head. But, but she was good. She was, yeah, yeah, brilliant. I think she really added to the to the scene. She really embodied the character. It was just... I think for such... She comes across like as a really young actress as well. So for such a young actress, I thought that was mm-hmm. also really impressive. Yeah, she did a great job. Mm-hmm. She did a fantastic job. And I mean, this really, really centered at the end of the day around her. And she didn't have much airtime. No, that's she the thing. didn't. And the way that she had to go, I mean, that was pretty intense, too. Yeah. But I in the know. scene that she did, it was memorable. I guess that's what counts. Yeah, yeah. it absolutely was. Well, I mean, as an actress, Britt, I'm sure you can understand that like, it's not always like the amount of scenes you have or episodes, but if you're like memorable and you do your part... right. I mean, how do you feel about, like, how? Do, what do you bring to your characters when you do Kate and Supernatural? I mean, I just, you gotta, you just gotta kind of make it your own, you know, and, and take those moments and really listen mm-hmm. to what, like, the writer is writing and telling, mm-hmm. making this person into who they need to be, you know? It's kind of, it's a fun process, I think. Yeah. Did you find it easier when you had a sister to play off of with that? Did that? Do you feel like that added a whole different layer? It was a whole, yeah, a whole different thing because I didn't really, I, I, you know, I got a call that I was going to be coming back, but I didn't get the script till like right before I left to go film, and I was like so excited to find out that like I was having a sister, and then I was like, oh, that's cool because they're like brothers, and we're like, you know, sisters. <laughs> so you know, there was that whole Absolutely. play on thing and stuff too. That that final scene, we I mean, we saw a couple really really great deaths in this episode and great special effects with the body being <laughs> yeah, missing. Had the the one head going <laughs> off of I think his name was Len. Len and Len. and they also did that for um, Star, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they did it too. Yeah, but I mean, that right was, it's just such a crazy <laughs> effect, and loved seeing Donna right behind it yeah. with the blood on her face. <laughs> Just totally jumping in there because at first they didn't know how to really approach. Mm-hmm. Do we do we tell her? Who tells her? Jody, you're gonna have to take care of it. We're not doing it. <laughs> you know, leave it up to Jody to tell her and fill her in on everything and that there are monsters out there and her surprise that wait, there were monsters at the spa too and <laughs> just all of this adding together and I I think that's why sometimes it's nice to have some of these characters come back from other episodes that don't know what's going on. We know Jody knows the story, knows the brothers, but when you bring in a different character but doesn't understand 
while this is happening, it just makes it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it, and I think that that's where it comes more endearing. You you feel more for the person. Good, Katie. Oh, no, oh, I was okay. agreeing with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought I thought the deaths in this uh, this ending were really great. It was and great, and for once we actually got like a clean view, like straight on of actually what happened. Because yeah. generally, it's it's kind of like a messy shot, or like you'll see the side. Or like behind of like de- scene uh, scene that's Dan that's Dean and Sam <laughs> there you go well you'll see like the behind of them kind of doing it so I, I just loved seeing it of course I think some of you guys were like oh and I was like that's awesome because I was really appreciative that we saw it like that well mm-hmm. the first few deaths we did see just like the blood spilling out of the dumpster and the mm-hmm. blood splashing on the wall and with these heads coming off <laughs> they finally give it to you yeah all of it right then and there so that we get to see it and then obviously they had to end it with Donna doing it. Mm-hmm. And Dean is the one that was killing the two guys. And I'm like, no, no, you can't kill. You can't kill this Mark of Cain. It's going to get stronger. But, you know, I thought it was interesting how they all got kind of knocked out. They go and they see this sheriff mm-hmm. at the uh, in Cripple, Cripple Creek. And so they all, they see the sheriff and then he's gone. And he's like, run. And they all get kind of beat up and we find out about this nest. So... When I saw Dean, it didn't even seem like he was really trying to kill. It seemed more like, like, I mean, obviously he eventually killed them, but the kill of Len and the kill of Star were speedy, quick, Mm -hmm. one shot, where Dean, it took a couple. So when he comes back later and says that the mark, he feels like it's not really taking over anymore. I believe that. I know you disagree. Katie, (laughs) go ahead. Tell us what you think. I just didn't believe it because there has to be something more with this mark and we're gonna learn more and we're gonna see more of it and I'm the demon isn't fully away or or the demon dean is gone but he still has that inside of him so I know it's not that easy and Sam's been freaking out about it this whole time so I think he's trying to put him at ease and that's what he did because then he grabbed his arm like holding the mark Mm -hmm. as if that wasn't the full truth Mm -hmm. I also believe Mm -hmm. it's like Dean like just denying it not necessarily like mm-hmm. I agree like he's kind of like trying to do it to protect Sam mm-hmm. but I also think it's because he's yeah. denying he's like no I'm fine like of course I'm fine you mm-hmm. know what I mean I kind of think it's that him telling himself that as well I agree mm-hmm. he's been saying he's fine for uh, every time somebody asks him mm-hmm. Jody Mills asked him again you know tonight tonight yeah and, and she, didn't, she didn't even know until Sam was like oh yeah sorry I forgot to tell you that Dean's okay but he said he was fine mm. and it's him trying to tell everybody else he's fine but believe it himself I agree yeah mm-hmm. I think it's the human and Dean like you lady said the human and Dean coming out saying I'm fine but the demon just is eventually it's gonna take over we know mm-hmm. that the mark is still there and even with all the blood that Sam was or yeah Sam was injecting in the beginning it's got to come back at some point we know it's gonna come back mm-hmm. and we see that in the previous so we'll get to predictions wasn't the blood there for demon Dean not mark of Cain or are you saying it's for birth well I think it's for both. I mean, okay. it's it's obviously they was trying to get rid of the demon, but he still has the mark, and the mark needs to be fed. Mm-hmm. And we don't know how Cain mm-hmm. survived the mark that long, do we? So, may, right. So then, maybe exactly. It could and we be know the blood Cain, is the answer for both. And we know Cain's returning, mm-hmm. so we'll find we out do. how he's going without the mark. Right. I'm sorry to interrupt you, ladies. Lindsay, can you turn your mic to the, sure. the left 90 degrees? 90 so we can degrees. get the sw- sweet spot of the mic. There. Sorry, yeah. guys. That's, and we can get a little <laughs> bit closer. Let me... 
Let me see. I just want to. I, can I just want. Oh no! Like make it so that the mic is kind of pointing away from you, so we can get the best. Right there, right there. Okay, there you go. Got it. That sounds. Thank better. you. Thank Sorry, you. guys. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Kate. I wanted to say that I think we all predicted in the very beginning of the season that he was going to need the blood. We're going to keep having to inject him to make this mark of Cain subside, but we haven't seen that. Mm. And when Cain does return, I think we're going to learn how he did keep this or if he even did maybe he had problems this whole time that's very true yeah maybe he was dealing with stuff that we don't know uh, Britt, what are your thoughts on the mark of Cain? I well, I mean, at the very end of the episode, right before he gets in the car, he does kind of grab it, you know, mm-hmm. and start touching it. So I, I, I feel like maybe he's trying to convince himself, himself yeah. still, but, you know, he's okay and. But there's something else going on. It's going to come back. Oh, it definitely is. It's coming back. Yeah, I mean, um, we also noticed in the episode with you that mm -hmm. when they pulled into the house where you guys were at, they left the. I mean, they pulled in close enough that the car was running, the lights were on, and we were like, if they were trying to come in quietly, this was not the way to do it. (laughs) So we knew something had to be taking over Dean to do that, and Mm -hmm. and that it wasn't just Dean. It was either demon or the mark of Cain or something. And he didn't kill in that episode with you. No. uh, They didn't think, you know, he was ready. Yeah. So there was that whole discussion. Well, they absolutely... And I ran away. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) We kept thinking. (laughs) And you ran over here to us. I did. (laughs) Yeah, we kept thinking that actually we would see Kate, like, hitch a ride or, you know, at a train station, but nothing yet, which leaves your character very open. Yeah. They made my exit the exact same as the first time. I just kind of... The first time I walked away on Mm -hmm. the train tracks... And this time I just walked away on How do you, you feel like straight. when you end like that? Like, you know, like that's your scene. You have the script that you just kind of yeah. written out. Like you can be written back in. Right. How does that make you feel like playing the actual Kate? Like, you does know, it have a difference on like how you portray her? I feel like she, it's always just a constant something new with her. She's got to keep moving. Mm-hmm. Like she can't ever. She's very upbeat. Yeah. She can yeah. never stay in one place too long. And I think that's also because mm-hmm. of, you know, her being a werewolf, mm-hmm. of right. course. Like people can't find out. Right. It's a hard thing to control, but it's, uh, you know, it's fun. <laughs> tell us, tell us what it's like. Uh, I mean, unless we have anything else, no, do you else have anything more to add? To that we can go right back now. To we'll it. come back to predictions and stuff. But isn't we're good? I think yeah. so. Yeah, perfect. Tell us what it's like um, working on set. We've had a few other guests in here that have been just awesome and love being there on set. And you were telling us the last time that they actually let you go and see a Paul McCartney content, uh, concert yeah. before you even left. So that's awesome. They're so cool up there, man. Like the whole crew and the cast and everyone, like they all like gave me hugs and were like, Aww. welcome back. Like super nice, super that's nice. Really and yeah, I had, I had Paul McCartney tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'm like super fan girl and I bought them like right when they went on sale and you know I get a phone call, hey we're gonna need you to fly out on a Sunday evening and I was like, oh I'm supposed to be going to the Paul McCartney concert and they're like, oh it's totally cool, we get it. You know, just fly out in the first thing in the morning. They're just they take such good care of you out mm-hmm. there and they're really so nice. A lot of pranksters. A lot of yeah. Have you been pranked on? Yeah. I have. <gasps> I did. Tell what us. happened? The boys. <laughs> the boys of it? Was it Misha? Uh, no, it, it was wasn't. Jared? Um, it was both Jared, Jared and Jensen. Jensen. Yeah. I, 
the scene that I had when I did like this huge mm-hmm. monologue in the diner yeah. and it was like a three page monologue so for me wow. it was a lot and I know there was like flashes going back and forth but I had to mm-hmm. film yeah. it all the way Deliver. through right. So, like, there's one point, and I'm getting, like, kind of emotional about it, and I guess I was just talking too much, and I looked down, and I forgot to, like, swallow my spit, and I started drooling <laughs> all over myself, oh and it was my on my close-ups. So, like, the boys just lost it, and then started, like, laughing, and then I was so embarrassed. And when they flipped <laughs> the cameras, like, back around, and we, like, came back 30 minutes later or whatever to do, like, the guys' close-ups, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, like, saying my line, and I look at, <laughs> I look at Jensen, and he just looks at me, and him and Jared just start drooling oh on my themselves. Gosh. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. That's they definitely They totally, funny. like, pranked it right back on me. That's but that so makes funny. it fun. It makes it so much fun. Like, they make working up there, it's just, like, it's all, you know, no one takes their mm-hmm. jobs super seriously. Everyone's, like, really, with the, you know, you work when you're there and yeah. you get the stuff done, but, like, you also have fun when you do That's it. That's really great. That makes you so. comfortable, too, and not embarrassed. When they do something like that back to you, right. you're like, okay. Okay, <laughs> all right. You know. Yeah, they're super funny and just pranks. And That's awesome. <laughs> So now I know we've asked you this, but we have to ask for all the fans and everybody. Do we know if there's a return of Kate coming this season? Can you tell us anything? <laughs> can't. Well, then that would be you know I can't ruin the surprises here. I can't give you anything away. Can't so, say yes. That's, can't that's, say that's, no. a, that's an all right answer. Fifty-fifty. Like, I know. I, I know. take it. Well, I'm just you know I have to leave it a mystery. Well, how about we ask you this? If Kate were to come back this season, mm-hmm. how would you like to see? Oh, Lisa's slipping. How would you like to see her rewritten back in? Uh, yeah. Where would you like the character to go? I don't know. That's a good question. There's a couple of different ways. I feel like it could go, you know, maybe the first time I was mm-hmm. in college and, like, had a boyfriend and, like, went through that whole, like, losing him and, and right. having to kill the best friend. And then, then I moved to the next chapter, which is, like, the family, you know? So, like, what, you know, killing my sister yeah. and, and whatnot. So, I mean, what's next? Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a job or maybe it's... You know, maybe I make little werewolf pups. I don't know. Would you like to see more of like your other aspects that you do outside of acting come into it? We know you um, are big into music. Yeah. Would you like to see something like that get right into your character? That would be amazing. Yeah, I would totally. I feel. I feel like Kate. You know, she's a little bit of a hippie child too. <laughs> she does her yoga. And, oh my gosh. You know, yeah. she meditates to you know keep herself <laughs> calm. So. I feel like she would be, you know, yeah. into a little guitar strumming. Well, maybe, maybe yeah. We got, uh, you know, singing and musical and fan fiction, even mm-hmm. though the boys didn't do any of it, but we did see Dean do a lot of karaoke. <laughs> so, I mean, perhaps they pick you up again in a karaoke bar. What's going to be your go-to karaoke song? Oh, um... You know what, my new, I, I guess it, it changes. Sure. That's it always changes, like, you know, every, like, year or so. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is, this is the new guy, too. <laughs> right now, currently, it's, a uh, Alanis Morissette, You Oughta Know. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of, mm-hmm. like, my go-to at that's the moment. moment. <laughs> uh oh. Who scorned you? Uh. <laughs> 
is a mystery. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit more about your album. You have an album coming out, right? It is uh, I, the Black Whiskey Union. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my my band. New we band. Yep. we just released uh, our thirty P. Congratulations! Thanks. Yay. Yeah, it's really exciting, and we just filmed it. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, and uh, we just filmed a live DVD, so that is going to be released um, January 1st. That's so exciting. Mm. Kicking off the year Yeah, really well. kind of kicking off the year with a bang. Yeah, that's so, the only way to do it. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. I listened so, to some of your music. Excited. Very beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. I enjoyed it. And you had songs on Laguna Beach, too, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We researched. We stalked yes. you. We, I, was like, I was like Donna Haskam stalking Jody Mills. We were stalking you. We were the Sam and Dean for you. Oh, my gosh. It's funny. Yeah, I did. Um, that's kind of the initial reason why I moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. was because of that. But um, I had a couple songs that I had... Some that I had wrote and sang and stuff that were placed in mm-hmm. that TV show, and it just kind of got me introduced to this whole life out here, cool. this scene, so if if you will. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you like it being in this? Because yeah. you're originally from LA. No, I'm from Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's definitely had its ups and downs. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But overall, it's been you know, LA's been pretty pretty good. Treating you well. Yeah. Very good. Aside from the album coming out in January, what else is next? What do you got coming up for us? Uh, I just, I've been doing so much music right now. It's been really, like, I've got to focus. Yeah, it's been kind of the focus, but, um, you know, pilot season's just right around the corner, so. There you go. And we shall hope. see. And maybe Kate. Who knows? Kate, yes. We're hoping <laughs> what about Kate? Yeah, <laughs> we want Kate back, and I, I think I like the idea of bringing you back with Jody and Alex. I think that's just, like, a good a good thing and seeing like that family coming back to that family aspect but love the like idea of little werewolf pups <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna happen but I, I that's such a like cute little like fun idea to introduce and to yeah. keep you coming back then right. even after that I def- yeah I definitely think it'd be fun to see like in a band aspect too I love yeah. to see them bring what you actually do and what you're passionate about aside yeah. from probably acting um, and bring that into your character as well I remember when we saw your episode this season we were discussing like would Kate ever be able to have a normal life and I think I, I said that you know maybe only if she could with a werewolf do you think Kate would ever be able to live a normal life not moving from town to town I don't know I think she's got a lot of her stuff mm-hmm. under control like she's been able to handle it and she's like she knows what's up. She's a little bit of a boss lady with that. So I think she might be able to, like, settle down and, and have a normal life. But would she want to? Fair enough. Is the question. So you're saying she likes the chase? She likes being on the run? Maybe she does. Maybe she gets she a does. thrill out of it. <laughs> I, think she, I think she does. That's cool. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> well, let's get into some predictions. Yes. <laughs> And we want everyone's <laughs> opinion. <laughs> Alright, so we saw Dean ask Cass and have a little heart-to-heart with him, saying that he needs to take him out if he goes to the dark side mm-hmm. again. And we see another little snippet of Crowley telling Dean that he hasn't changed. And we also see Dean in the middle of a room, body surrounding him in blood. 
mm-hmm. predictions. <laughs> Who wants to start? I just wanted to, I don't have, you can start, but I just wanted to say, with the room, with the clip they showed us for next week, was that the blade? I don't remember now. I don't know if, I, but there was something in his hand. I just don't know if that was, in fact, the blade that we saw. You know, if it was just a machete. Rowley yeah, or something. Did have the blade last, and mm-hmm. he was going to hide it. So it could very well be that he said, you haven't really changed before that scene, and he could have given him the blade. But I really think he's going to go back, and it's going to... I think that's what's going to spark Kane's return is the fact that it's going to get out of control mm-hmm. for Dean. I think this is this next week's episode, which is the mid-season finale. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to bring forth my prediction, which I've had for a few weeks now, of the Cass and Crowley alliance. Who's seeing Dean in the clip go to um, Cass saying, "You know, you got to yeah, take me out if you need to. If I go to the dark side." And then we're also seeing Crowley say to Dean. Um, son, you haven't changed. So maybe perhaps now that we're seeing Dean in that aspect, it will bring forth uh, Crowley and Cass to have to, I don't know, do something about that. But I don't know if Crowley's the one who's pushed into it. So I, don't know. I hope the alliance comes through. So that's my prediction still. <laughs> Britt, any predictions? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I, I wonder what was in mm-hmm. his hand. Now I'm like yeah. thinking about it and I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> so, I mean, that could, could make it go one of, you know, mm-hmm. one way or another, depending on what is, you know, what he's holding there. But mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's holding on to that wrist. So I think something's, something's brewing. Gonna, something's brewing. Do you think it's possible for Kane to come back and take the mark back? Oh, that's an interesting question. I do think... I I don't know if he can, Kane, but I do think it's possible. Nothing's impossible on uh, this show. But Kane's not going to be back till episode 17, Timothy told us. And this will be episode 9. So between that gap of episodes, that's that's quite a bit of time. Maybe by 17, though, he would take it back. I would like to see... I don't want Dean to go as a demon Mm. or... You know, lose himself in that. I don't. But in want the that meantime, what will be going on if this is the mid-season finale and the Kane, uh, yeah, the Mark of Kane is coming forward, which they actually said. What's going to be happening in that time frame? I was all last year and and this year even all about mm-hmm. Dean having the Mark and then going to rule hell with Crowley. Mm-hmm. I love that idea. I think it's brilliant. I think Sam and him somehow saving Sam's life so Sam can be good and like go on to lead a normal life like he sacrifices himself for Sam. I love that. But hearing Dean say to Castiel, kill me if I go to the dark side, that can't happen. <laughs> he Remember when he first returned from being a demon, he was saying that he was embarrassed about that whole situation, which we all enjoyed because we loved yeah. him and Crowley and those scenes with the bromance, the bromance thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do think that we're maybe in this time frame, the next couple episodes, we're going to see a lot more of the Crowley and Rowena relationship. I mean, That's last true. we saw her, she was sitting there and he said, mother and... She has to come back in next week's episode. Like, where did she go? What happened? True. That, I hope they, it's in next week's episode. It already looks kind of jam-packed with Dean, the Mark of Cain, but hopefully they don't make us wait till next year to see what happens with Rowena. I feel like we'll get a little snippet of her next mm-hmm. week just to remind us that she's there and that she's the mother, but he's going to somehow have her chained and, like, held down by some sort of jail type thing so that right. he can go and take care of whatever's going on if he needs to go get the blade if that was the indeed the blade in his hand which we'll find out next week i have just a really cool prediction that mm. just came ahead what if rowena 
crosses her son, Crowley, King of Hell, and wants to help Dean remove the mark of Cain. Because she's a witch. I'm sure there'd be like a spell or something. Or the hex. What was it? The hex? The hex bag. The hex mm-hmm. bag. I was going to say hex bomb. <laughs> but maybe there's a way. I don't know. Maybe she'll double cross him. That would, I think, be super cool. Uh, Britt, what do you think? Have you been like, did you see Rowena? Uh, yeah, okay. I did. I, um, you know, that, I, I wouldn't even thought of that. But like, <laughs> she is a witch. Mm-hmm. So, and we did see her, what was it, last week? Last week. week? Yeah. yeah, last week. And she, you know, she cast a lot of spells. She did. She's quite powerful. She is. Well, we did see Crowley say, too, that he didn't... Dean kind of caused more problems for him when Mm -hmm. he was a demon. So I don't necessarily know if he would even want him to be a demon or Mm -hmm. or keep with the mark of Cain and become powerful like that because Crowley wants to rule Hell. Mm -hmm. So I agree because I also don't think Crowley would want Dean to overtake Hell. Because I know you want them to like rule together, but I kind of think Dean would actually overtake Crowley's place, especially when we saw in the like first few episodes of this season, we kind of saw Dean getting you know a bit more. I don't know what I don't know what the word is, but kind of a bit more like aggressive to Crowley. We saw kind of some of Crowley's like um, people in Hell kind of liking that um, going someone going up against Crowley, and it was Dean. So I don't know if Dean would overtake Hell. I don't think he has enough anger in him at this point to come back and do that with Crowley anymore. I think mm-hmm. that was purely the mark mm-hmm. and him being demon deemed that was literally that being that major aggressor because mm-hmm. I mean there were times where yeah he was definitely felt like he was more powerful than Crowley. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they're gonna yeah. swap that back in, but it I'm I'm excited for the next week's mid season finale and then we'll have a little break yes. for a few weeks we before will. we come back. Um and do we have we've have we confirmed next week? Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure that he will be coming on, Matt Cohen. Okay, so we're going to, next week, we are going to have Matt Cohen, that is young John Winchester, mm-hmm. coming in to talk here with us at AfterBuzz TV. But for now, I'm going to say our goodbyes. Michaela, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Mickey underscore Phillips, that's M-I-K-I underscore Phillips, and on Instagram at Michaela Phillips. Britt, where can the people find you? You can find me uh, on Twitter at the Brit Sheridan, uh, one T with the Brit, <laughs> and uh, my Instagram is also the Brit Sheridan. And uh, check out my band, The Black Whiskey Union. Absolutely. Yeah. Twitter and Instagram, too. And check out it drop on January 1st. Yeah. Check it out. We've got a live DVD. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Katie Campbell. That's Katie with three E's and Instagram at Katie Campbell 13. And you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. We will see you guys here next week, mm-hmm. Tuesday night, 11 p.m., with Matt Cohen. Everyone have a great night. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.
didn't hear anything weird, but I guess he oh, did probably in there. Jesus. Oh, it's a shame. But still, you know, it was, you guys handled it professionally. Yeah, you guys did a, this was good. This it was, was good. So, it was such yeah. a pleasure having yeah. you here. We 